Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining. We're here with another session of Open Diner. Our topic today is how to reignite the spark in your relationship. As you might know, in the United States, about 50% of married couples divorce, the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. The number of people who are single is also more than double what it was 50 years ago. And most of those who are in relationships have some level of dysfunction between them. Additionally, after two to three years, relationships can lose that initial spark, that excitement, which is caused by a hormonal infatuation. Gradually, we start to feel increasingly indifferent towards each other, even if everything seems fine and seemingly we have everything we need, but the feeling is gone. People are not meant to go through life alone. Our romantic relationships are at the center of all our other connections. A vast majority of our needs can be met only through interaction with others and some form of connection with someone else. As social creatures, we depend on others to be happy. We wanna to try to address that and give you the tools needed to better understand your partner or potential partner. Steer away from toxicity and develop love that grows over time. This is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find that it helps us connect to each other and it gives you an opportunity to fully benefit from this event. Some activities that we'll be doing require being able to see each other and priority will be given to those who have their cameras on. If you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, welcome. And please tell us your name and where you're from. Participate, answer questions in the comments and we'll try to read them during the show. Carl. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So our disillusionment from relationships, it comes as a result of our environment, also the media, and how we build our lives. Today, we're finally understanding that we cannot get fulfillment from materialistic pleasure, pleasures alone. The divorce rates are rising, and it's rare for people to stay together for many decades. We feel that something is missing, and that's because nature is pushing us towards a deeper and more soulful connection where two people create something together that is above our regular corporeal life. It's a higher connection. We can reignite that spark, that initial passion, by rising above our inherently egoistic nature. If we want our relationship to stand the test of time, we have to learn to love each other above our growing ego. Then we can open new horizons in our connection, mutually accepting our partner as more important than ourselves. We can constantly grow and deepen our relationship with the help of our ever-growing ego that gives us hurdles to overcome. Above those hurdles, we discover deeper levels of connection and the love renews itself time and time again. This is the key to feeling new energy and passion in relationships. We'll talk about how to reach it in this session of The Open Diner. And of course, as with anything in life, just knowing the rules is not enough. It's up to each individual person to apply what you have and what you learn here in your life. And as we know, everything is easier when we do it together. So we're here to provide a supportive environment and we're here to help each other apply these rules of love in our lives. And it doesn't matter if you're in a romantic relationship currently, or you're still looking for that special someone. Start applying these rules in all your relationships. It will prepare you for a better partner to that special person. It may even draw the right person to you in your life. So we're going to go to a, a, uh, a icebreaker now. And if you're here for the first time, be sure to uh, announce where you're from. Give us, tell us where you're from. Linda? You're muted, Linda. 
Still muted. Sorry. There you go. We're trying to create a supportive environment where we connect above any differences. Stay on topic, no criticism, and please avoid politics. Reminder to mute your microphone when you're not speaking and unmute it when you are speaking. And uh, that will minimize background noise. And if you can turn on your cameras, it will allow you to fully benefit from this event. Please remember to keep your answers brief so that everyone gets a chance to speak. Again, if you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, please participate, answer questions in the comments, and we'll be together during this event and we'll, um, we'll announce them during the event. During the icebreaker, everyone can participate. Once we get to the round discussion, priority will be given to people with their cameras on. Okay, now for the icebreaker. This is gonna be popcorn style. In other words, just open up your uh, mic whenever you're ready. And we're gonna start out with uh, a question to help us get to know each other and connect. The more we connect, the smoother and more beneficial this event will be. Here's the question. What is the best relationship advice you've ever gotten? What's the best relationship advice you've ever gotten? My name is Rob and I'm from Wales in the United Kingdom. And the best relationship advice I've ever had is if you treat your wife like a princess, she will look on you as a king. I'm Willie from St. Louis, Missouri. And the best advice that I receive is to be slow to speak, but swift to hear. I'm Dan from Ontario, Canada. And the advice I got was from a 96 year old man. He told me that women are trouble. <laughs> Susie, we can't hear you. You are unmuted, but we can't hear you. Maybe you have to go out and come back in. My advice. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the best advice I, I've gotten is don't listen to Dan. <laughs> no, um, I think the best advice is really communication uh, to listen to your partner and uh, like the 10 second rule, let's say you're in an argument. Before you say anything, think before you say any words because you cannot take those back. So that's some advice that I don't listen to. That's, <laughs> I should, it's good advice. We should try. So I was told by an older woman that first you get the job and then you figure out, oh, that, that was, then you figure out how to do it. That was a business advice. So the, forget about that. The best, the best advice for a relationship I was given is that your wife is your manager. So like, listen to your wife, listen to what the woman says. And it's worked out great for me. The best uh, advice I heard, or one of, was at a wedding, and uh, this couple had been married something like 30 years. They give a, a toast at the wedding, and they said, the best advice I can pass on to you is never to go to sleep angry. And I really try to implement this. It's not easy. When, especially when you have an argument in the evening, <laughs> like uh, shortly before going to sleep, not easy to implement. But uh, if you really stick to it, 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 I think it really helps not to carry over anything negative to the next day to resolve it before going to sleep. I think the best one I've had was uh, to stay quiet in an argument then there is no more argument. Takes two to argue. 
I probably was given a lot of advices uh, regarding relationship and marriage, but I never listened to anyone, so I don't even remember. But one general advice I was given, and I think now you're talking, and I think it will be great to give to, you know, anyone in relationship is that just, you know, just just try not to do or say something to to your partner uh, that you would not want to hear or you would not want to be pushed to do or anything that you don't like. Try not to do it to your partner. I really didn't get any advice from anybody. Um, and it's probably just as well because they're all dysfunctional. So if I had listened to them, I would be more than more dysfunctional than I am already. Anybody else? I did. One really good advice I was given was to find someone that will help you grow. I guess that's more like, you know, don't get in a toxic relationship, you know. That, that's helped me also. Um, another one I get was, uh, remember you both on the same side. I got one that says that it's not always going to be 50-50 and not to look at a relationship from that point of view. I was once advised never ever to criticize her family. And that came from the mother-in-law. <laughs> Are we ready for the second question? Okay. Uh, there is no second question. No, there is no, no second question. Ah, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the icebreaker. We're done. There is no second question. That sounds like advice. There is yeah. no <laughs> One week off and it's all gone crazy. Yeah, there, see there that? will be questions coming up. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna watch a video now. Um, we, it's Susie. Susie went and she didn't come back. Oh well, we have a video to watch. We've all heard that relationships can lose their spark after two or three years. You start out your relationship completely in love, unable to take your hands off each other. Yet that initial infatuation and the attraction driven by hormones, that spark, it doesn't last forever. It's actually designed to die out after it served its animalistic purpose to ensure procreation and the continuation of the species. With our lifespan constantly increasing, this means that for many couples, their relationship and long before death do us part. If you're like me, you probably tried everything. Going on vacation, taking courses together, having kids. Yet gradually you begin to feel increasingly indifferent towards each other. Don't get me wrong, it might be that everything is fine. You have kids, a family, everything you need. But you're just not feeling it anymore. It's not as exciting for you. You've lost that spark. Kabbalist Dr. Michael Lightman's teacher, the Rabash, used to say that love is like a pet. You need to constantly feed it for it to live. Wanna know what to feed it? In this lesson, we're going to talk about the secret of the wisdom of Kabbalah to feeding our love so that it continues to grow on and on. We can reignite that spark and passion, but only by rising above the ego. If we want our relationships to stand the test of time, we have to learn to love one another above our growing ego only that will allow us to open up new horizons in our connection. Because when you accept your partner as more important to you than yourself, and they do the same for you, you can reach a state where your connection is constantly growing. Because the ever-growing ego is constantly giving you hurdles to overcome. 
above these hurdles, you discover deeper levels of connection, and so the love constantly renews itself. This is the key to feeling a renewed sense of energy and passion in your relationship. You may notice that when couples go through some hardship together, they emerge from that crisis renewed and recharged. So does that mean we need to aspire for some unexpected crisis? Of course not. This is why nature is providing us with ample opportunities to renew our love without the need to survive a real-life hardship. You see, hate and rejection appear naturally. And when you use those in order to rise above them, boom, love reappears. And you see your partner like you did when you first met. You feel even more deeply in love with them. That is the secret. So how do we do that in practice? Just like we discussed throughout our course. But I want you to really make this a daily habit that will sustain your relationship over time. The trick is to do what's nice and pleasant for the other person above what that might feel like to you in the moment. In fact, it's especially where you don't feel like doing it that you want to make this effort. For example, let's say my partner loves to leave their shoes and clothes everywhere around the house. Sure, it drives me nuts to come home and find their stuff all over the bedroom floor. Now, I can either go and tell them how annoying they are and probably get in a huge fight with them over it. Or I can use this trigger as an opportunity to rise above myself and put those shoes away for them. Now, I don't just do this in secret. I let them know about it. I show them how I gladly stepped on my pride to do this for them. Of course, I expect them to do the same for me. That's the only expectation we should have of one another, to play this game together. And I don't demand it. I just keep giving them examples of how I overcame my ego, my anger, my resentment, and I keep feeding our love pet. By that, we rise above our ego. Want to feed your love pet some more? Give compliments to your partner, especially on those days you're not feeling it. Gestures of into it and this acting is a very serious thing it turns this artificial goodness into the reality of your relationship it may feel fake in the beginning but these artificial acts of affection they move that ego in your relationship towards connection since we learn best from example by doing this you set the tone and give your partner the motivation to do the same for you in this way you both feed your love pet all the time using those negative triggers as opportunities to rise above the ego, make concessions, and strengthen your love. Looking at the pace of change in our culture, with individualism constantly growing, the ego constantly growing, it's clear that relationships will gradually become impossible to sustain unless we learn how to rise above ego to create real lasting love. Having an environment that supports your effort as a couple is beneficial. Seeing other couples work on making concessions is a powerful example. Accountability is also important to help you stick to your intentions. Also, because we live in a network where our thoughts and emotions constantly influence others in that network, the more couples who practice this work, the easier it will be to collectively rise above the ego and connect. I want to congratulate you for making it through our course. We learned some pretty serious things about ourselves, about love, and about fulfilling our spiritual potential. There are no magic bullets, but the good news is that many small acts performed consistently together yield tremendous results. This is how nature grows every creature, and this is how we grow our love. I wish you to experience the greatest pleasure that exists in nature, true love. Okay, one second, I have something else coming up on my screen here. Okay, there we go. Okay, well, I'm gonna change my answer to the ice breaker question. That was the best advice I was giving for relationships right there. <laughs> All right, um, so we're gonna go into our round discussion. And uh, 
we have two two great questions to discuss, and uh, this is the time when we get to rise above our ego here in the open diner and create a good connection, good relationship between us. And um, we have some etiquette rules that we that we want to go over so that we can have a really good warm atmosphere here between us. We want to have a supportive atmosphere, love, care, and warmth. So everyone's very important. There's, it's just like in a round table. We're all equal and we're all very important. We listen to each other, listen attentively so that we can maybe add to what the person before us said. And um, it's, it's tough. I know we always want to you know, have our own. What are we going to say? without listening to the person before us. That, I always do that. <laughs> but um, I'm learning. After a few sessions of the Open Diner, I'm learning how to, how to listen to others. And um, so we go around the table and we speak briefly and on topic so that everybody has a chance to speak. So we, want, we don't want to just go on and on. We want to be aware that other people are here and we want to listen to them as well. So there's no right or wrong answers, and the truth is in the center of our connection. So let's have fun. Let's answer this together and uh, see what we come up with. So the first question is, how can we reignite the spark in our relationships? In the video, she mentioned feeding your love pet. Give compliments to your partner, showing gestures of love and smiling, especially when you don't feel like it at all. If you want to mention something that was you were impressed with in the video, then that's great. And if you want to add something of your own, that's also great. So again, the question is, how can we reignite the spark in our relationships? Um, I think we're going to do this. A uh, we're going to do this with the. Oh, it's in the chat here in, in the Zoom chat. So Rob, if you can start us off, please. Thank you, Carl. No pressure. <laughs> um, I thought it was an awesome video. Um, uh, really, really good. Um, especially the part where she said to um, try and um, express yourself positively, rising above your ego on the days when you really don't feel like doing it. I think that's really important because we can all play the game when it suits us. But on the days when we really don't feel like playing the game, I think that's when we should really make the effort to do it. Uh, Nina. Thanks, Nina. Before, before you speak, um, I just want to encourage everyone to turn their cameras on. Abby, if, if you can, it's, it's great to be able to participate with us if you have your camera on. If you can't, we understand. And we'll, we'll, we'll give you time after the others with their camera on. But go ahead, Nina. Yeah, I think what Rob uh, mentioned is, is very important because uh, um, <clears throat> some of us are more dependent on our moods than others, but it's important to remember that you're not alone in the relationship. And even when you're not uh, in a particularly good mood, you still have to be mindful of the other person. Um, in addition to that, I find that... Uh, Given more compliments and more acknowledgement is very important. Uh, after a while, we start taking uh, that for granted sometimes, and uh, we forget to give enough um, positive reinforcement. But um, it, it, we're all human, and we can all benefit from more positive words toward one another. Thank you, Nina. Great. Willie? Yes. Um, one thing that can be done is buy each other little gifts. It doesn't have to be anything expensive, but just little things that are special to them. But men, take my advice. Don't buy her a pot. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, what or kind diet, of question is what kind of pot? People smoke pot these days. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> or or buy a pot or or buy it for yourself and cook her something. There you go. <laughs> All right, Susie. Uh, yeah, Susie. Yeah, we, we know sign language. We, we love that one. Right, and please your answer in the chat. Put it in the chat. Carl will read it. Please write it. Write it. Yeah. Um, Dan. How can we reignite the spark in our relationship? Yeah, I think this concept of going above your ego seems like about the right thing to do, but make it a game. Like it's Like it's exciting. It's something you're doing together. You know, keep score if you want, if you're competitive. Keep score between you. Keep, keep score to see how you're both doing together. How many times have you beaten the ego, right? And just know that each time you do that, it's like, a, it's like an advancement, right? It's an advancement in life. Probably the biggest advancement. For sure. Uh, Elisa. Um, well, um, I think, uh, yeah, a routine is the, the, the biggest killer, I think. You have constantly, like, reinvent. You, you, you have to think about how, how can you make your, you know, your life together uh, more like, like a nice, you know, a, a, a sweet game or, or a dance, you know. It just... Don't take everything serious and try not to get into this this the habitual things that that that's a killer sometimes. Yep. Wait for my answer. I'm gonna relate to that. Rono. Um, I think uh, we have to remember that uh, we're working on the same side, and uh, something I've noticed is. Uh, you know, couples that have kids certainly have a greater goal that's bigger than themselves, you know, the little ones to look after. And that, you know, you know, puts the relationship in a very specific direction. Um, my wife and I don't have kids, but, you know, we use a similar trick. It's projects around the house, you know, like um, plants in the balcony, you're like you're seeing a few plants here in this room. Um, putting together an IKEA furniture, it's an amazing thing that brings you together, you know, because you have to like decipher this manual that sometimes have some really weird instructions in it. And that's, you know, remembering each time that uh, even though we have completely different uh, points of view, but we're still going in the same direction. So we add to each other and that's, that's amazing. That's so cool. I'm I'm just excited listening to that. <laughs> really, I'm gonna try it. Um, so when you said um, to break the routine, Elisa, um, it's it's always good. I find in, in relationship to to find this like common like sense of humor that you can joke about things. You know, you said, don't be so serious in the relationship. And that's really important because, you know, when you, when you laugh, oh, it's, it's great to laugh together. And, um, this, this keeps it going, the, the laughter and when you can joke with you, joke about yourself, you know, make fun of yourself and this kind of thing. So that helps. Um, who do we, who do we have next here? The, uh, um, Linda. Oh, uh, Susie wrote in the chat. Maybe you want to read her answer? Yeah. Excuse me, Linda. Uh, Susie wrote, both in relationship, living for something bigger than just the relationship. I could restart my computer. Oh, I don't read that. <laughs> Go ahead, Linda. Thanks, Susie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as far as um, what uh, you said, Carl, um, one of the things that kept uh, my husband and I together for a long time was our sense of humor. You know, he jokingly say things to me 
and I come right back, but we're laughing at, as we're doing it, you know, and, uh, and the whole family loved it. They say, oh, nobody spoke to him like that ever. <laughs> he says, that's why he married me. <laughs> but as far as putting furniture together, uh-uh, that, that didn't work out well. <laughs> All right, um, Roberta, please. Well, putting furniture get together that would ignite the flame because we'd set it on fire because I, I i leave out screws the whole thing was half cockeyed so no furniture putting together but a sense of humor i like that world i'm not in a relationship currently but i know whoever i'm going to end up with there'll be a lot of laughs and hopefully they have a good sense of humor also so but i do have a friends here on a uh, facebook that are answering we have david he's saying by making every day by making it a new day every day Sippy is saying, try to raise above our personal ego and see our partner as an amazing opportunity for us to grow together and learn more of what is true love means. And uh, again, like I was saying, uh, Paula said, actually, try something new together. And uh, Paula wasn't here. She usually is on our, our Zoom here, but she's on Facebook today. So that's what we have so far today. Keep writing friends over there and YouTube nothing yet. Nice. Thank you, everyone. Um, Abby, do you would you like to answer? Uh, this I would say give each other space that it's okay to give space to reflect on the bigger picture for the relationship and what the intention is. So it's also okay to just sometimes just give space sometimes as well. Great. Great, great, great advice, everyone. Thank you. All right, we're going to our next question. <clears throat> How can we rise above the growing ego in order to create real lasting love? In the video, she spoke about two people creating something together that is above our regular corporeal life, a higher connection. In our society, the ego and individualism are growing constantly. As a result, relationships will become harder and harder to sustain unless we learn how to rise above the growing ego in order to create real lasting love. If you want to mention something that impressed you from the video, that's great. Also, if you wanna add something, that's great too. So the question, how can we rise above the growing ego in order to create real lasting love? And Rob, you get to go first again. You get to go first again. That really feeds my ego, I can tell you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving today's show, guys. All these bloomers, of our, bloopers, bloop, these mistakes of ours are really making the show. Uh, maybe you should, we'll have to take some more time off. No, 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 no never. Um, I think it's, it's about um, outward thinking instead of inward thinking. About putting your partner first about thinking about their needs above your needs making them more important than yourself nina i'm gonna sound like i'm advertising open diner but what the heck um <laughs> i think practicing the uh, round discussion etiquette rules in your uh relationship uh, could really benefit the relationship. Uh, look, you know, remembering that you're not alone, that um, it's the answer in the middle um, that matters. You know, like when there's an argument, it's not about me proving my point or them proving their point. If we manage to reach something together in the middle, that's uh more truthful than anything else um yeah just practicing the round discussion um etiquette rules listening more and so on we're all equal yeah um willie yes um one thing is when one person bring a conversation to the table that's not your turn to bring yours. Whoever brings the conversation controls that conversation and yours have to wait till another time. 
but you don't bring yours when they bring theirs. Can I get up from the table and go to the other room? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you have to sit there and listen. And you listen. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Susie, can you can't speak, right? So you can write in the... She uh, already oh, did. Did? Okay, let me see. Um. Oh, okay. I was taught something a long time ago. Do I have to be right or is my heart right? If we keep our hearts open and loving and forgiving, we won't have to be right because our hearts being right will help create anything we need. Wow, that's so good. So sweet. Um, Dan. Uh, how can we rise above the growing ego to build a real lasting love? How can we build a rise above the ego? Hmm. Well, I think that uh, the answer is in the question, right? So it's not me or, or her that, that can beat this ever-growing ego, right? <laughs> Individually, right? It's not, not going to happen. Uh, but it's the actual relationship that we grow to meet up with it, right? To meet up to that ever-growing ego. It's that third, you can kind of see it with children. Like when a child, when a child arrives, you know, most, most two people have something to focus on now and they can, but that's sort of a natural process and they, they bond together. And as soon as the kid is off to the university, they, you know, divorce, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the time. So it's this third thing in the room, right? Which is our relationship. And that's what counts. You know, it's the most important thing. That's beautiful. Then uh, the other thing I, I was thinking if uh, to be aware of a growing ego, you know, just to know that your ego is growing, that some things that you never noticed before all of a sudden jump at you and you're furious and you don't like it you know but just to be aware of that that it's not that your partner has changed although <laughs> I guess he did his eager as well uh, grew you know enormously but if you both realize that that that's the process then then you can overcome that you know, then, then if you are equally aware of that, and that, that is great to know, actually, the knowledge is great help. Thank you, Rona. Yeah, um, equally aware is that it's like uh, remembering that there's two people in a relationship. You know, my ego will always tell me that uh, this is number one, and anything else is secondary. So it is like a destructing force. But love is giving. It's, it's making someone feel happy and fulfilled. So uh, that reminds me of something that I should have remembered for the you know, iceberg question. That was my teacher defining a relationship as two people devoted to one another. You know, if, if you have devotion for your wife trying to find, or your partner is saying, you know, vice versa, it, trying to find ways to make them feel happy every second that you can, then, you know, there is, you know, you're both rising over the ego. Thanks. Wow. Thank you, Rana. Um, it's like, it sometimes, like, I'm thinking that we like to argue, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, we like to fight, you know, so we can turn that around. If you like to fight, fight with your ego, you know, and um, in the video, she said that um, you rise above your ego by, um, by faking it, like you, you fake it till you make it kind of thing. So complimenting, con constantly petting your pet, you know, tell them how beautiful, wonderful they are, even though 
especially at the time when you don't want to, when you want to argue, you know, you you rise above that ego and you, you just tell them how great they are. It's great to have them in your life. You know, without them, you wouldn't be anything. And all those good things that really make your partner feel good. This is, this is fighting with your ego, <laughs> you know, so you're not fighting with them anymore. You're fighting with your ego. So, uh, Linda. Yeah, that's a great point, Carl. Um, uh, complimenting, saying nice things to your partner. And uh, if, if there's times when you don't agree on something, instead of fighting about it, just say, well, this is my opinion. That's your opinion. And that's it. Leave it at that. We don't have to have the same opinion all the time. We're different people. So, uh, but the complimenting uh, is, a, is a great idea. It is. Okay, Roberta. There's all such good advice here. But I would think that, you know, if your ego is growing, if you see that there's a problem in the re relationship because of an ego, it's because of you. You can't see your, your partner's ego. It's, it's you're seeing his own ego is coming out. In the beginning, everything is just so wonderful. Until now, I don't like this. I don't like that. My ego is saying, hey, this is not working. There's a problem. So to go above it is really working inside, like you say. You're saying about complimenting. I, that sounds difficult to me, but there's a way to, everybody has their own way to do it, but to try to suppress that ego of self wanting to, you know, put the partner down or start arguments. You have to step back and say, you really want to start this and try to look at the good things that you first saw in the person. Uh, that is something easy to say, hard to do while in the midst of it. But all things, you hear these things. And when someone gets in an argument or anybody here or li that's listening, maybe they'll take some of this to heart. So I have uh, some answers here from Paula again. She says, placing your partner's needs ahead of your own. And then Sippy wrote, to want it together, to reach a decision and an understanding between us that we want to strive together towards each other to go above our egos, feel each other's needs like we feel our own. So that's from Facebook and nothing in YouTube yet. I guess they're all well-versed over there and all happy and content. That's what I have so far. They're listening. They're, they're the good ones. They're just listening. For now. For now. Right. Okay, uh, Susie also wrote in the chat, um, if, you, if you don't have a partner, all of these things work to love and to be kind and patient with ourselves. Very nice. I had one more. Actually, uh, David Mancini went over to now YouTube, and he wrote, trying to see our partner as great as all times. Just listen. He says he's just listening over here, but I'm sure he's just listening to his partner also, but trying to see our partner great at all times. That's what I have. That's great, David. Thank you. All right. Um, what do we have next? We have a dessert. Um, the open diner dance. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Everybody ready for the open diner chair dance? Um, don't knock it till you try it. I know everybody knows how to do it here, but uh, I'll go through the uh, instructions anyway. It works like uh, follow the leader, that we have fun to the music. One person at a time is displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, do a dance move, just something with your arms, whatever, and everyone will copy you. And then when another person is displayed on the screen, you follow them. Everybody will then follow that person. And when it's your turn, there'll be a little text box that'll come up on your screen. Um, just ignore it. It's just saying that you're being spotlighted. So don't go up and, and say, read it, you know, because that's all you'll see and you won't even get your chance to, to even dance. So uh, ignore that and let's let loose. Let's have fun and connect with, with each other. and lift each other's spirits.
Okay, everyone. We have something uh, new we're gonna try here tonight. Uh, it's an exercise. Uh, tiny sparks make a flame. This will be popcorn style as well. And each of us has a spark within. And if we bring our sparks together, we can make a bonfire. So let's build a bonfire right now by adding something special to the center of the circle. Share something positive with the rest of us. It can be gratitude or words of encouragement or helpful advice or just a virtual hug or a virtual kiss. Share your spark. Let's listen to and feel each other and try to add something unique that hasn't been added previously. Every spark makes the flame stronger and it keeps us all warm. There's no order to popcorn. Please unmute and speak when you feel compelled to do so. Let's go. You are wise and important. Believe that. You know, it's so amazing to, to come here to the open diner because it's like everybody has a great attitude. And, and this, is, this is good to hang around people with good attitudes like this who want, who want everybody to have a good attitude and want everybody to love each other and get along with each other. This is so nice. Yeah, I agree, Carl. Sitting here, is, it's really uh, life-changing. Yeah, I, 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 I come in one side and I go this, at the other side with a, with a smile and, and a warmth inside me. I'd like to agree with all three of you because, um, yes, um, it is life changing. Um, yes, you are, you are very, very special people because in a world that is full of so much turmoil and disaster and conflict, you guys come here week after week and you pour your hearts out to each other, you share your love. And you're not afraid to say, I love you. So that's what I'd like to say to each and every one of you. Men and women, I love you. Susie wrote in the chat, Open Diners family opened so many doors for me, mostly because you helped me open up and connect. Dancing and loving you all is so important to me. And I just want to say it's so inspiring to me that uh, a friend who is not able to, her microphone is not working, and she's with us for a whole hour uh, and just spreading so much joy and uh, love despite not being able to speak. So that's very inspiring. I think everyone here is inspiring. Um, whenever I come to Open Diner, uh, as Dan said, you know, I come in maybe kind of grouchy or whatever, but, but I always end up smiling and happy because of everybody. It's, it's I feel you all and uh, you're all so awesome. Yeah, I feel the same way. And it's funny how last week we, we weren't broadcast. We didn't have a show, but uh, there was something missing, you know, that, that, that happiness, you know. I'm happy with friends and family, but there's something about here you talk honestly, openly, and from your heart, and you have Susie, like you're saying, or he's speaking from a heart, even she's not even speaking, and we hear her, even though we're reading in the chat, but uh, it really is a blessing to have Open Diner, and I, I spoke to friends that actually watched this, and they said it's a really good time, they would love to join, they just didn't get the chance, but there's something about us here, we're, we're very uh, blessed to have this forum to open our hearts and really reach a lot of people. You know, if we didn't, if you I weren't here last week, who was that was here with me? Who were those people with me? Right, and you know, just to add to this emotional part of uh, you know our meetings, uh, uh, we learn so much, and you know, it, it's just uh, every week we discover something like a new angle of things that that you think you you know everything but but they're twisted they're turned around and it's just amazing to expand you know your capability to 
you know, to add more, more warmth uh, to uh, every step you make in life. You know, we may not realize it, but because of our different in our personality, everyone is important, is needed. We need every one of you. Because you bring we all bring something different to the table that we could take away with and they can lift us up. You know, I was I was uh I don't know what made me remember, but there used to be a song. Always look on the bright side of life. And we started this um, open diner during the pandemic. And it, it just goes to show you that we don't have to be physically with each other to, to hold the connection and to keep, keep the connection growing stronger. Uh, we've been doing this for a year now, right? Over a year now. And we, we really like put smiles on people's faces, touch people's hearts. And I, I'm just like, really, I'm, I'm really having a warm feeling, especially tonight. I don't know what it is about tonight. Maybe it's because of the relationship thing we, we talked about, but it's, it's really, you know, thank God for the internet and we can connect like this. Well, I'll tell you why you feel warm. It's igniting the spark in a relationship. There's heat, baby. <laughs> and, you know, talking about sparks and heat and, and light and love and all that, you know who I miss? I was just doing the, the, that's why you probably saw my eyes back and forth if you're watching this or watching me, is because I'm doing Facebook and Paul is over there. And I miss seeing her face here and hearing her comments live. So, Paul, I know you're watching this because I saw you on Facebook. We miss you. We love you. And you add so much to this. So hopefully we'll see you next week. And Susie, hopefully you'll have a some sound, a voice, you know, sound next week. You work on that. Thank you, everybody. And also maybe she would sing for us. Uh, one thing I wanted to say is that you know this kind of form is the future of uh, of humanity. You know, we see so many conflicts and wars and fights and arguments outside. You know, we're very good as a species at uh, this uh, conflict thing. But if you look at nature, it's completely the opposite. You know, everything is useful to at least one other thing. Every species is giving life to another species. And just humans are the ones that have to learn how to do that. And I think in forms like Open Dinner, this is why it's going to happen. Thank you for that. Susie wrote in the chat again. And I love it. She wrote, uh, also, it seems to me that when we learn a new principle in Open Diner, I can't wait to try it out on somebody at Walmart or the doctor's office or wherever I go. Way to go, Susie. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to wear my little red heart thing up, up there. I'm going to wear it out tonight. I'm, I've used it so much. Um, I just got to agree with you guys. Um, uh, as Carl said, you're feeling the buzz, you're feeling the heat. Uh, we really are because those flames, those those sparks are being ignited into a big flame. And I, I really believe that um, we can feel it. Well, I can anyway, and that Carl can because he said so. And I know Roberta can because she agreed. So <laughs> this is awesome, guys. Thank you very much, everyone. All right, we're about to wrap up here. Um, I could go on all night with this. <laughs> but there's this is the actual end of the lineup, so I wouldn't know what else to do right now. Um, <laughs> but we have, uh, you can follow us on um, Facebook, Meetup, uh, YouTube, and uh, you can click, click the like and subscribe. And more importantly, please share with your friend. And on YouTube and Facebook, you can watch our past events. You can RSVP to upcoming events on Facebook and Meetup. So 
this has been great. If if uh, also if we if we use the tools that we learned today, like um, Rob was talking about and Susie, um, we making those recommended exercises for self awareness on it. We make it a daily habit if we do this. We'll sustain our relationship over time. Right. The trick is always to do what is nice and pleasant for the other person above what I feel like at the moment. The reason that relationships fail so often and divorce rates are so high is that people have become very self-centered and selfish. We need to try harder to make that effort to make our partners happy, even when we don't feel like it. So there you go. Thank you for joining and taking part. Please continue to join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And spread the word. Bring your friends. Love you all. Thank you. Mwah. Love you. Thank you. See you next week. Till next week. Hey, Gary. Hey, uh, all